السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن ولاهم بعد. So we are about to enter the ten days of the Hijjah, and these are the most blessed and the most sacred days of the entire year. And we have decided to, alhamdulillah, do a special program every single day, a very, very short, sweet program, inshaAllah ta'ala, of benefit, where we will discuss and remind ourselves of various ways to come to Jannah. What are some of the doors to Jannah? What are some of the good deeds that we can do, not just in these days, but throughout the year? And so even though we'll be releasing, you know, every single day a video, in reality, these lectures, inshaAllah ta'ala, will benefit at any time of the year. And of course, because we need to set ourselves into the mood and we need to understand what is the significance of these 10 days, it is appropriate that we take a step back and ask ourselves that how do we know these 10 days are sacred and why are they sacred and what did Allah and His Messenger say about these 10 days? Realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prefers certain times over other times and certain places over other places and certain people over other people. Allah Azza wa says in the Quran, It is Allah's blessings, He chooses what to give it to, who to give it to, whomever Allah chooses, whatever Allah chooses, Allah has the right to make it more blessed. And so, not all places on earth are the same. The Kaaba, for example, is the holiest place on earth. When you go to the Kaaba, when you go to the house of Allah in Mecca, any good deed that you do in that vicinity, it is magnified, it is multiplied, and that's what the meaning of barakah is. So when we pray two rak'ah you know, uh, in the Masjid al-Haram in Mecca, every single rak'ah is given the equivalent of a hundred thousand rak'ahs, right? So try to understand how many that is gonna be. If you were to pray two rak'ah sunnah every single day, you know, uh, throughout the year, you would you would only get you know less than a thousand you know rak'ah of sunnah from that and to pray one rak'ah is giving you a hundred thousand. So imagine the amount and the barakah of Makkah that you go there and you simply pray and you get all of this. So once you understand that the play, that the most blessed place on earth is Mecca, understand that the most blessed time of the year are these 10 days. And it is sad to note that many Muslims do not take advantage of these 10 days, and they don't understand the gift that Allah has given them in these 10 days. <laughs> and one of the reasons I think um, for this is because uh, it is the job of, of, of you know the preachers and the teachers and the scholars to keep on emphasizing that a lot of times Ramadan eclipses these other 10 days. And people think that, you know, Ramadan is the holiest season of the year. And that is not incorrect. Ramadan is the holiest month. And the Laylatul Qadr is the most blessed night. In fact, that's the whole point of that one night being more than a thousand months, right? There's no question. The night of Laylatul Qadr is the most blessed time frame of the entire year without any exception. But after the night of Laylatul Qadr, the 10 nights of Ramadan and the 10 days of Dhul Hijjah are the most blessed time frames of the year, okay? So, the, the 10 nights of Ramadan and the 10 days of Dhul Hijjah, these are two 10 uh, for, from day and night um, phases. Of course, the point of Ramadan is that as we know, the nights of Ramadan are the more blessed, but the days of Dhul Hijjah are more blessed. Now, by the way, this does not mean that the days of Ramadan are less blessed and the, the, the nights of Dhul Hijjah are less blessed. No, it simply means that our scholars have said when you contrast the blessings of the 10 of Ramadan with the blessings of the 10 of Dhul Hijjah, what we seem is that both of them are somewhat equally blessed. But 
the emphasis on each one is slightly different. And so in the month of Ramadan, the emphasis is going to be on the nighttime of worship, that we start doing our tahajjud, our qiyam, our taraweeh, our duas, our dhikr, that's gonna be at nighttime. And of course, the day is also blessed but not as much as the night. And then in Dhul Hijjah, which is now coming upon us, this is the time frame where the days are more blessed than the night, even though the night is also blessed. And one should make a, per a point of trying to do as much as one can during the night as well. And we should realize as well that uh, the sign of Iman is to understand and appreciate these blessings that Allah has given us. You know, um, not to give a, uh, a, a too crude of an example for this dunya, but I'm trying to make us understand that imagine if one of the most popular stores in uh, you know the city. Imagine the store that you go to for luxury items. Imagine if it said, okay, you know, for two days, you know, of the year, we shall have everything discounted for, you know, 10%, let's say, okay? The most expensive item, you will get it for 10%. Can you imagine the preparation people would have? Can you imagine the lines that would people have? Can you imagine they're gonna be thinking, what am I gonna buy? I'm gonna be saving up to get this item. They're planning for that, you know, purchase. Well, the example is very crude because it's to this dunya, I'm not trying to compare, but still the excitement that the people of the dunya have for the dunya, we should have much more excitement for the akhirah and we should prepare and we should think about, okay, what exactly am I gonna be doing to take advantage of my time during these 10 days and these 10 nights. And our Prophet uh, وسلم, he said in the famous hadith in Sahih Muslim, that there is not a single uh, deed that is more pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that can be done outside of these 10 days as compared to within these 10 days. In other words, the paraphrase, let me, let me say the hadith in simple English because the hadith is eloquent and there's a double negative. The hadith in simple English is as follows, that nothing you can do outside of these 10 days will be better than what you can do during these 10 days. That's what the hadith is saying. The Sahaba were shocked and they said, Oh Messenger of Allah, even if we do a legitimate jihad in the way of Allah, even that, and the Prophet said, even that, unless in one circumstance, and that is the person dies a shaheed, that person's life and good deeds and that person's status is higher than the 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. Otherwise, apart from dying the death of a shaheed, whatever you do in those 10 days, it is gonna be more beneficial than the rest of the 350 years days of the year combined. You cannot do anything close to what you can on these 10 days. So the point is that, every single good deed that we do during these 10 days, it is magnified, it is multiplied, it is given barakah. And so we should increase every single type of good deeds. And of course, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives a qasam and oath about these uh, days, وَالْفَجْرِ وَلَيَالٍ عَشْرِ That Allah gives a qasam by fajr and by the 10 nights. And this is the 10 nights, Ibn Abbas said, these are the first nights of Dhul Hijjah. So what should a person do? Well, obviously, the greatest good deed to do is to go for Hajj during these days. And of course, that is why Hajj, which is the most sacred act of worship, takes place in the most sacred time frame, on the most sacred place on earth, in the most sacred state, which is the state of Ihram. So Hajj combines the best of the best of the best of the best, the best time, the best place, the best location, uh, the, best, uh, the, the best state that one is in. There is nothing better than Hajj. But of course, this year, as you know, Qadr Allah Ma'asha Fa'al, SubhanAllah, it was Allah's Qadr. Today I would have been departing for Hajj, but Allah's Qadr uh, and Allah Azza wa Jal has chosen what is best. We accept Allah's uh, Qadr. So if you're not going for Hajj, 
then what you can do while you are muqeem is to do every other type of good deeds, including fasting, especially on the ninth of Dhul-Hijjah. Because our Prophet said, whoever fasts on the ninth of Dhul-Hijjah shall have two years of minor sins forgiven as a kafara. Minor sins, not the major sins. Major sins, you need to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the fast on the ninth of Dhul-Hijjah. And also of the blessings that are of the good deeds that we can do that are especially recommended is of course the Udhiyah. And of course, uh, some of the Madhab say that the Udhiyah is wajib. And this is the famous position of the Hanafi Madhab. Uh, and the uh, Hanbali and Shafi Madhab, they say that Udhiyah is Sunnah Mu'akkada. It is a strongly encouraged Sunnah and it is not wajib. It is of course encouraged. Whoever can afford to do this for sure, it is encouraged to do. And that is another good deed that can be done. And of the good deeds as well that can be done and are especially and specifically encouraged by the Prophet ﷺ is that of dhikr, of adhkar, of saying the tasbih and the tahmeed and the takbir and the tahleel. And that is, Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. Especially these four adhkar, it is the most important that we do it during these 10 days as much as possible. And we can add to this as well the longer kalima, la ilaha illallah, wahdahu la sharika la, lahul mulku wa lahul hamdu, wa huwa ala kulli shay'in qadir. And there are many, many other good deeds that we can do, in fact, uh, these are the three that are specifically mentioned in the uh, Sunnah and of course in the Quran as well when it comes to Hajj. But in fact, every single good deed that you can imagine and think of, every good deed, which whether it is sadaqah, whether it is you know visiting one's relatives or being kind to the poor or doing anything, uh, extra acts of worship, extra tahajjud, extra Quran, extra dua, any good deed during these 10 days, these are going to be blessed things beyond the time frame outside of these 10 days. So therefore, brothers and sisters, let us plan, let us think long and hard, let us have literally an agenda in our minds, this calendar of events. What are we going to do from now? Decide how you're gonna spend your money, You know which charities you're gonna to give to. And of course, the best of all charities is that which begins at home, and that which begins with one's immediate family and immediate kith and kin. But the point is that from now, you decide what am I going to be doing so that we take advantage of these 10 days. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his fadl and tawfiq. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept our good deeds and to forgive our sins and to exalt our ranks. And inshallah, I will continue tomorrow. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. <laughs> والذين هم عن اللغو معرضون والذين هم للزكاة فاعلون والذين هم لفروجهم حافظون إلا على أزواجهم أو ما ملكت أيمانهم فإنهم غير ملون